hey, hey, everybody. I'm back at it again, y'all. Your host, she is Twinkle. Y'all, I'm so excited for today's episode. Welcome, welcome to Excuse Me, I'm Speaking. Yeah, there's so much for us to talk about on today, but let me begin by saying I am so beyond proud to be a Kansas Cityan on today. Y'all, I don't know if y'all saw that game on Sunday, but we are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, baby, again, yes. Y'all already know, we got so much to talk about on today's podcast. This should be a good one, y'all. So, let's go ahead and dig right on in. Okay, so, y'all already know, y'all have never heard me talk about sports ever on here, okay? And I'm not even about to front with y'all and act like I am, like, a diehard sports fan. And I sit there and I watch all of the games. Y'all, I'm just... I am like your average woman out here that um, I only watch the games that matter to me. Okay, I'm just being honest. I only watch the teams that I support. I don't even care about what the other teams are doing. Like, it doesn't matter until we're getting close to championship. Okay, y'all know, obviously, I'm not like... I don't know all the stats and all that. I'd be asking questions during the game, but I retain the information. I'd be like, okay, that is a sack. Okay, that's a fumble. Okay, touchdown. Okay, I know how much that's worth. Okay, interception. We all know what that is, okay? Yeah, so I absolutely love watching the Chiefs football players play. Like, it is so exciting to have a quarterback like Mahomes we can just like pull it out like in the last eight seconds, 30 seconds, two minutes. Yeah, it is it is amazing to watch. So um, I watched this past Sunday's game and between Mahomes and Kelsey, they are a dream team. And yeah, we going to the Super Bowl, baby. So um, just a little background information on that. For those of you that have been asleep and y'all don't know what's going on, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles in this year's 2023 Super Bowl. It will be held in, I'm hearing, Arizona, which is really good because that should be great weather, so no excuses, okay? It's freezing here in Kansas City, and if they can do it and pull it out here, then come on, Chiefs. I got, I have faith in y'all, okay? Um, so that will be on February 12th. I'm seeing that the game should be at 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So convert that to whatever time zone you're in. But yes, um, I was so excited about it. Um, one of our um, landmarks here, um, our historic buildings, that is a major um sight to see when you come to Kansas City is Union Station. So it's really big. In honor of their their win, Union Station was lit up red. I really look forward to them winning the Super Bowl because they made their way to Union Station the last time they won and it was a parade and it was a whole party. Yeah. Okay. So it was cold outside and my job was just being a hater at that time. So I, of course, did not get to go in person, but I did watch it because it was on all of the news stations and they were going crazy partying down there. And our Kansas City football players, they definitely know how to have a good time. You just have no idea what they're going to say once 
the microphone is anywhere near them. So they should definitely have the sensor button ready, but they were just having like a good old time. So yeah, I understand that Mahomes is the quarterback and all that, but obviously it takes a team to pull off these major types of wins. So shout out to all of the other power players on the team. Y'all come to find out a lot of our team was injured and Mahomes is injured right now with a high ankle sprain and um, he still was able to uh, assist in pulling off a win with that injury Travis Kelsey he had um, a um, back injury which I had no idea till the game was over but we had some other people out of the game completely that are typically power players but um, obviously we've been grooming the rest of the team and hey I mean I always say you're only as strong as your weakest link and if everybody stays ready we don't even have to get ready and that's how we were able to pull that off so I am so proud and excited y'all I'm actually gonna watch the Super Bowl game this year okay last year it was very boring but this year should bring a lot of excitement so I definitely look forward to that once again that is on February 12th so some highlights some facts about this year's Super Bowl is that this year's Super Bowl will be two black quarterbacks going against each other so I am pretty excited about that the Philadelphia Eagles their quarterback is black as well and another interesting fact about this year's Super Bowl is that they're calling it the Kelsey Bowl y'all why is that well Travis Kelsey is on our team a beloved member of the Chiefs football team and on the Philadelphia Eagles he has a brother his brother's name is uh what is his name Jason Kelsey so yeah I found it really interesting I recently read an article because um they're excited because two brothers are going against each other which I prefer Travis Kelsey because he's of course I want him to win because he is a Kansas City Chiefs ball player football player but I read an article on the New York Post and it came out um a few days after the game and it was a interview of Travis and Jason Kelsey's mom her name is Donna Kelsey I believe and they were basically asking her like what are you going to do who are you going to cheer for because you're going to be in the stands like I would be like dang what color are you going to wear like you're going to need to switch halfway through the game because if I was one of your sons I would feel some type of way like I know you ain't wearing green or I know you ain't wearing red girl just put on your Christmas gear and you will be fine okay red and green um but just a little bit I just want to read you guys a little bit of the article um she said the article says that um Donna is the first mother to have two sons playing against each other in the Super Bowl Jason Kelsey who hikes the ball to the Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts versus Travis Kelsey who passes who catches passes from Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes so um Donna has a quote that says it's going to be really tough but I'm going to just cheer my head off when the offense is on the field girl what because we need you to cheer very hard for defense as well okay when the Chiefs are playing defense okay it says, so I'm going to be screaming the entire game. I'm going to root for both of them to score a lot. 
Um, so it does say on here that she's witnessed both of them win a Super Bowl, but at the end of the night, it will be a bittersweet feeling for her knowing that only one of them will have a second ring. So it's it will be really unfortunate when um, her son, what is his name? Jason Kelsey. What is his name? Yeah, I forgot. It. Yeah, Jason Kelsey. It'll be very unfortunate when he loses because that is what I am predicting. So, um, uh, her quote, she's a little straightforward. It says, somebody's going to go home a loser for sure. And one of them's going to be heartbroken because they didn't beat their brother. Donna said, that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to bragging rights. And that is definitely what the Super Bowl wins are all about. You get to brag the entire year. Shoot, in Kansas City, we brag for years to come. Like, hey, we went to the Super Bowl, even if we went, even if we didn't win. Like, how you going to talk about us? Okay, we lost, but we was there. Where was your team? Okay. Yeah. So I get really excited about this. She did um, put on this quote saying that it was always a competition in her home with having both of her sons. First person to eat the last piece of chicken, who gets to the table first, who's going to take the elevator down first, or who's going to take the stairs. Yeah, I can only imagine. I have two daughters. I don't have two sons, but that is already a constant competition, so I get it. But either way, as a mother, she should feel proud. Her entire um, household is winning right now, period, because both of her sons have made it to this point in their careers and I know she is just gleaming with excitement so congratulations to them Alrighty then yeah and I like to give good news before I move on to um any like sad news um so that's why I had to give them their um heads up their cheers for that um but i do need to acknowledge um something recently that happened in the media ricky smiley um who he is a well-known black comedian well respected he is hilarious um, his son brandon smiley was following his in his footsteps he's also a comedian he was 32 years old um, I did recently see uh, two videos confirming that his son has passed away. So I do want to send my condolences to the Smiley family and all friends and family connected and fans. Um, I know that definitely has to be a lot. So um wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah, that has to be just like heartbreaking, especially at any time of year, I can only imagine, but um, there is no cause of death that has been put out there. So um, I know the internet speculates and I absolutely hate that. I think that is a horrible thing to do. And in these times you should give the family their privacy. So condolences to them. So on a lighter note, going into something a little happier, this time of the year, um, for some people, they get very excited. January 31st has passed. People can start filing their taxes. Yes, it's tax time, which means it's money time for some people. Everybody want to claim their kids now, okay? The, for the people that didn't want to claim their kids throughout the year. Mm -mm. Tax time. Oh, I got like 50 kids. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. So 
tax time. A lot of people get excited about that, y'all. So make sure you file your taxes, y'all. And Valentine's Day is coming up, which should be very interesting. Two days after the Super Bowl, y'all. And a lot of people spend money on like parties and traveling around Super Bowl weekend. Uh, yeah, they better remember Valentine's Day is two days later because I would feel some type of way, okay? Are the Chiefs or the Eagles your Valentine? No. Okay. So don't forget about me. Okay. That's how, yeah, I already know that's not going to be the case for me, but I'm just saying, I'm reminding y'all. Okay. And for those people out there that say, I don't believe in Valentine's Day, you know what? I'm going to talk to you about that next week. Okay. Because we got to talk about love next week on next week's podcast. Okay. Because that's a whole excuse. Bruh. But anywho, y'all, um, speaking of Valentine's Day, y'all, Let's talk about it because it has to be said um, in the media right now. There is a press run going on for Blueface, who he is a rapper and he's most known for. I mean, he always says Blueface, baby. He has a lot of songs out there and like um, he has um, a major hit with Cardi B, um, Tatiana. Yeah, right now, what is major about him is that he has a show on streaming. Um, I don't recall what network it's on. It might be the Zeus Network, which I don't have that one, but I've seen enough clips online. Yeah, it is called Crazy in Love. It is a show with his girlfriend, Christian Rock, I believe her name is. It's a lot, okay? Um, I've only seen snippets of the show, and it's a lot of arguing back and forth with them. But, yeah, so we got to talk about it. Toxic relationships, okay? Yeah, a lot of people do stuff for reality TV and to just get views and just to get people to comment. Yeah, I don't think that theirs is, like, for TV. I think that this is how they really operate. And if a lot of people out there are honest, that's how they really operate in real life as well. And I just, I, it's, it's a lot to watch. Yeah. So, um, I definitely want to know y'all opinions on Blueface and Christian Rock. Um, I watched a, two recent interviews of theirs. One of their interviews was on the No Jumper podcast where like she got kicked out halfway through the interview. And then I watched another interview of theirs with Jason Lee on YouTube on Revolt TV, y'all, it was a lot. They argue so much, but it is almost like the way that they function and they think that it's love. He described her as the best, worst thing that ever happened to him. And um, it is very similar to a... Sometimes they have like soft spots for each other and they're all lovey-dovey, but then other times... They're literally throwing things at each other. Um, other times they're like yelling at each other and he'll be like, I'm not with you or she'll break up with him. Or like they literally like, like kick each other out of like venues that they're at and they'll do all of this and like she'll like kick him and like hit him. And I'm like, whoa, like is nobody going to say anything? You know, I I understand that people want to mind their own business, but to be fair, if it were the other way around and we just saw him initially hit her and not in self-defense, then people would be up in arms. So um, they were saying on an interview with Jason Lee that um, she said that Blueface feels like home to her. 
um, which in the interview, you also realize that she grew up um, not um, with like the best like childhood and upbringing and really a place to call home. So the interviewer, Jason Lee, was trying to understand why, if you don't have great memories of your childhood, do you refer to him as being home? And so she said to her, it feels like what home was supposed to be, but it's, it's still toxic. So, um, you know, in relationships, everybody deserves peace and they deserve love. And, um, I just, it doesn't seem very peaceful and it's rather chaotic. And I know that, you know, if we think of like, um, Tina Turner and Ike Turner, what's love got to do with it? Well, of course, we don't know their real relationship, but we saw the movie that was based off of their true story. And their relationship was, you know, kind of similar, except um, uh, I believe the physical aspect may have been a little different. Um, According to Blueface, he is most of the time, like, trying to defend himself. Like, she's literally punched him, and so, like, he retaliates. Yeah, it is a lot. And um, I'm I don't understand why people that love them and care them around uh, care about them around them aren't saying anything or, you know, maybe they're just trying to mind their business. But, you know, I just definitely wouldn't want anybody to get hurt. They definitely have a different type of attachment to each other. It is a money maker, But at the end of the day, um, it, it can come off as very unhealthy. So, um, I do think that looking at both of them, they have had like cha- uh, many challenges in their life. So some of these behaviors seem normal to them. I know on the show, um, her family is actually like really toxic towards her as well and towards him. And there's a lot of like yelling and like, just like, some like demoralizing things as far as like talking down to them or you know trying to set them up so I think some people operate in relationships accustomed to like what their primary relationships were like whether they like those relationships or not that was what was considered normal to them so in their relationship that's how they operate knowingly or unknowingly so um yeah that's why I truly believe in therapy and just healing and just seeking out um ways of self-improvement and healing and growth because yeah it is so necessary so um that show is a show apparently a lot of people are attached to and they're glued to the screens so I will let y'all know if there's any updates on that. Um, There are rumors out there that she may be pregnant. So, you know, sometimes pregnancy calms people down or sometimes it hypes them up. But, you know, we shall see how this goes. At the end of the day, um, I never will say any baby um, is a bad thing. Babies are blessings. So, yeah. Um, If that is the case, then congratulations to her. But if you are interested in and you like all the chaos that comes along with reality TV and relationships, that is definitely one that you probably want to tune into called Crazy in Love on the Zeus Network. So 
Yeah, moving on to my main topic at hand, y'all. We got to get to the bottom of this. These age generations, y'all be coming for us millennials, and it is a time out for that, y'all. So let me just go ahead, and I'm going to dig right into this segment. Okay, okay. So, yeah, of course, I always do my research, and so I went on USA Today, because I wanted to know um, what exactly is the age group for millennials. Like, I want to know all the generation age groups because I hear statements like, oh, well, you know, those millennials or, oh, these millennials, you know, they do the most or, oh, it's, you know, that's how the millennials operate as if we're a whole problem. And I just feel like we are like one of the most like, hybrid generations like we got a mix of old school and the new school like I don't understand why people be hating okay we are the gifted generation yeah but you know what let me let y'all know the age ranges of these generations so y'all don't get us confused okay um if you were born between the years of 1946 1964 you are the baby boomers they were born after world war ii when the birth rate had spiked okay so generation x is 1965 to 1980 and they are typically described as resourceful independent and keen on maintaining work-life balance okay i know some people within that generation and i can definitely um, see those characteristics are true okay now let's get to the millennials okay so millennials, which I don't know why they said also known as Generation Y. I've never heard that, but I mean, I guess it makes sense since Generation Z comes after us. But millennials were born between 1981 and 1996. So um, the millennials, average millennial... Oh, oh no, nah, they did not just hate. It says the average millennial owes 10% more on mortgage debt as home rises as home prices rise and interest rates spike. Okay, well, why they didn't have a negative fact about all of the rest of these generations, okay? I feel some type of way. Y'all see the biases we're talking about here? Okay, now let me go to Generation Z. Generation Z, they were born between 1997 and 2012, okay? Um, they have a fact. Um, the, they have retirement struggles. So it says Generation Z expects to retire by 63, but underestimates how much money it will need to live on. How are they drawing these conclusions? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give y'all my thoughts at the end of um, these facts. Okay. And then um, next we have, um, that was from 1997 to 2012. Then we have the current generation, which is Generation Alpha. Um, that is the generation that was born from 2012, and it will go until 2024. So both of my children are Generation um, Alpha. So I don't even know what their characteristics will be. They are in a full technology era, no playing outside, uh, social skills, just yeah it'll be very different so we shall see so yeah now millennials that is what we're focusing on this is once again ages 
born between 1981 to 1996. Those ages, um, those, those years, I believe, are very essential because there was a time where we had cassette tapes, we had Apple, um, then Apple eventually down the line came about. Um, we learned, we started having computer class in school. That generation, we were still learning cursive. Like, I don't understand how so many people hate on millennials when we literally have the best of both worlds. Okay. So there are generations such as um, Generation Z that comes after millennials. And then there are the baby boomers in Gen X who came before the millennials. So everything before the millennials, it is somewhat difficult in some instances to catch on to this technology because technology is just very rapid. It's always changing. It's always becoming more... Um, difficult to maneuver for some people um and it was just not um an electronic world for um generation x and the baby boomers okay now generation z they are used to having things um come to them much easier so for instance um they don't have to they didn't have to learn how to like balance a checkbook we learned those types of things like because we had relatives and um, people that we just were acquainted with that were still balancing checkbooks back then. We didn't rely on online banking, which online banking is what they do. Uh, we had to have cash and really know how to like manage money or like people wrote checks then more often, whereas now they have Cash App, they have Venmo, they have PayPal, okay? Um, that is very different for them. Even when we were like writing papers, um, at one point we were literally handwriting papers, okay? We were not actually ha able to just type up a Word document or a Google Docs document and print it off and turn it in or submit it electronically. Um, I do remember when I was younger in school, um, I think it was as low as like second or third grade if you had to write a little one page paper uh, about a specific topic the entire thing had to be in cursive whereas the generation that came after me they actually did not know how to sign their signature because they did not have to learn how to write in cursive so it is very different, y'all. Um, I do know for millennials, you know, we had the good music. And um, I can speak for myself as far as the 90s and even the early 2000s. Um, and then we know the old school music. So we know if a song has been sampled um, and it's really from like our parents' generation, like we can still give respect to that because we know like the original song because we heard our parents or our relatives listen to it or our grandparents or great-grandparents or cousins or whatever the case. Whereas now this new generation, they're like, 
who is that? It's just the the level of disrespect, yeah. Okay, um, not to I'm not hating on any of the generations, but of course I have a bias towards my own. Okay, um, yeah, we are researchers, I would say, because um, we came up in that computer era. We learned how to use the internet. Um, yeah, we were. We were coming up in the time of dial-up and AOL internet, y'all. We used portable CD players. Um, we remember boom boxes and even from the style of dress. And I understand that dress styles, they just recycle throughout the generations. You know, bell bottoms were like a thing when I was coming up. And now, like, you would look at somebody crazy if you see them wearing bell bottoms. But um, baggy clothes were like bigger, um, were like a big deal in the nineties. Whereas now like people are wearing skinny jeans, they're wearing more fitted clothing, but some of us still have some of that clothing from back then. So when styles recycle and, um, now, oh, we're having a nineties party or we want to do like a color block, um, color scheme, yeah, we have all of that. We can just pull it out or go into um, our closets, our bag, that little shirt we didn't want to give away that we've loved forever. Yeah, we have that type of stuff, y'all. So for those of y'all hating on the millennials, y'all, y'all have to give credit where credit is due, okay? We are the hybrid generation. We have the best of both worlds. And I mean, we know how to operate in today's society and still appreciate the um, authenticity and the simplicity from before the technology surge. So, yeah, we played outside. We did the Pokemon cards, yo. We remember the Sega Genesis, the Nintendo. Everything is all about, you know, the Xbox and the PlayStation and this this stuff cost so much money out and like life was so much more simple then but it was still a good time y'all so um we played donkey kong mario all of that it was amazing crash bandicoot yeah that was a good time like i'm thinking about the relics from my um from when i was coming up in my time in my childhood and yeah, we had to go outside and like meet the kids next door and be like, hey, my name is such and such. What's your name? Do you want to play? Can we be friends? Can you ask your mom if you can come outside and play? Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Okay, these kids have cell phones at like two years old and they're texting trying to set up play dates. Like what? Like our social skills are immaculate because we had to go outside and talk. Okay, so yeah, it's a little different, um, but I definitely can appreciate something from every generation because I feel like we can all learn something from each other, um, even just when it comes down to um, um, things that were valued in that generation that the next generation can pick up on and um, pass down to their children. Uh, we definitely don't want those lasting values to fade away in any type of way y'all but y'all gotta give credit to us millennials because we are just out here just 
thriving okay we are the generation that's like let's go to therapy and let's make a change okay yeah so um i that's enough of that millennial hate out there i don't want to hear it okay shout out to all my fellow millennials okay Anywho, y'all, so moving on to another really good topic. Y'all, this is media streaming, okay? So I don't know how many of y'all out there watch original Netflix films, but when Netflix releases an original series or film, they usually do an amazing job, y'all. And the most recent release of theirs was called You People, and it was released on Netflix. It is hilarious yeah if you haven't watched it you absolutely have to it was a quick easy watch i've watched it twice in one night actually that's how funny it was um the movie stars um jonah hill and lauren london as well as eddie murphy and nia long um i forgot what jonah hill's his mom's like that actress name actress's name is in the movie but She's great as well, too. Yeah, this movie, so to give you a, like, brief summary on what the movie is about. So, it is basically a black girl. Um, they're both millennials, actually. Speaking of millennials, they seem to be in their, like, late 20s or early 30s. But um, she is a black woman that met a... And she's Muslim and she met a Jewish white male and they're around the same age. They actually met because he got into her car because he thought she was her Uber driver (laughs) and she completely went off on him and told him not all black people look alike. You can't just be getting in my car. Yeah, he showed her a picture of his Uber driver and it really did look like her. So that was pretty funny. But they hit it off. They started dating. And and of course, the relationship blossoms and he wants to marry her. And so now the parents and the family has to get involved. And that is when the chaos and confusion ensues. And it is absolutely hilarious so being that their families come from two totally different backgrounds and to be honest he's Jewish and she's Muslim but neither one of them are really like like die hard for like what their um like religion is like you wouldn't even know that she was Muslim or he was Jewish but they um still appreciate those values because that's like what they grew up on and that's what their families are and so they wanted to respect that so of course um when you have a jewish wedding or a muslim wedding they're totally different from one another so the family's having to decipher like okay how is the wedding gonna be okay well how much of your family is gonna come okay will you hang out with my dad you know let's see if you can um you know fit in well with him if you guys can relate y'all they have a family dinner oh my gosh there's like a fire that happens at the table it is just hilarious I was cracking up laughing from beginning to end so um I believe it is it's either rated PG-13 or maybe rated R I think it's actually rated R but that's just because of the some of the humor in the movie is not necessarily for 
the ears of a child but for those of you out there that just want something to just like make you laugh and just like you know tune out the world and work and anything you have going on and you just want a good really good deep down laugh y'all please watch that movie of course it has a message to it and it has a great ending but all of the stereotypes that come along with meeting the family and the idea that it's hard to um, combine cultures and dating relationships yeah it is definitely worth the watch to see how this unfolds so please um yeah check them out they were number one on the netflix watch list and i definitely understand why and let's keep them there um this movie was written and directed by jonah hill and kenya barris and kenya barris is a black director and um his name is um pretty known and you know if something does great on netflix and has good numbers then of course netflix is definitely going to support them again in the future and they put out great content and it's eddie murphy i mean come on like how often do we like get these like like um funny movies anymore from eddie murphy like i miss that part of eddie murphy so i was so happy to see him back on the screen y'all so please support this movie you will not regret it okay all right so um also um Another thing I was thinking of, y'all, that I just wanted to share with the podcast was um, I was trying to think of, okay, so when people have their like down days, their bad days, or they're kind of like in a funk, like what is something they can do to just like instantly cheer themselves up? Like whether um, you've had a long day at school or work. Yeah, life is worth living. And sometimes it feels like a lot of us are just like operating because we're on the go. We're on the go. We got to get this done. We got to do this. Like we have so many routines. But like, how can we stop and enjoy life even if it's for two minutes, five minutes, three minutes? Yeah, and I something amazing came to mind. Yeah, dancing. Yes, dancing. So I thought about it. I was like, you know, why do... Um, middle schools and high schools have like, you know, homecoming dance or like high school, um, like sweethearts dance or they have prom or why does America have like all these dance shows like Dancing with the Stars or So You Think You Can Dance and, um, you know, we like watching the Super Bowl halftime show and there's dancers on there. Why does America have this fascination with dancing? Yeah. And I turned up the music in my car a few days ago and I I was in my car by myself and it was just some upbeat, upbeat, lively music. And I was like, that's why dancing gives you this just like vibe, this happy feel. You just kind of ex- you don't have to express it in words. You just move your body and it's just like an automatic like feel good. Like, I don't know if it gets your endorphins going, but dancing it makes people happy whether you can dance or you can't dance whether it's just bobbing your head to the music whether it's just moving your shoulders a little bit whether you just do a little shake or something or whether you can really like break it down and dance y'all 
that's what TikTok is all about. It's people doing dance moves like all day long, making up routines because it generates smiles. It generates happiness. Yeah, dance really does bring like life to you. So even for those people out there that don't know how to dance, y'all know good and well when nobody's looking, y'all dance or shrug your shoulders or do a little, you know, do a little jig you know that's why we have line dances and things of that nature on cruise ships they always do line dance because that gets everybody involved and it automatically brings excitement to the party so that was my solution and I wanted to share it with you guys um that is something that I wanted to incorporate into my household and me and my kids actually tried it out yesterday um after I finished cooking I turned on the loudspeakers and um, y'all know um, before I let go, what was it? Beyonce had recently did the remake of Before I Let Go. And yeah, it just gives me so much life every time it comes on and it just makes you want to dance. Um, Also, Bruno Mars. People loved the Bruno Mars, his last CD. Um, Finesse that he did. He performed on so many different award shows. He performed Finesse or 24 Karat Magic. Yeah, you cannot deny the groove in that music just makes you happy and makes you want to move. It gets everybody to smiling. So we turned that on and we just let loose and we're like, hey, we're going to put all our worries to the side or I know y'all have homework. I know I just finished cooking, but you know what? Let's just have a dance break. And there was just nothing but like smiles and happiness because we were just like shaking everything off. And yes, life's going to keep going and we got to keep moving, but let's move and groove and have a good old time while we also are creating these good moments with each other and bonding and like spreading love and joy and just really like changing the atmosphere um beyond the norm of routine so yeah um I just like to give tips out there for self-improvement or just to add light to your life yeah do a little dance, you know, y'all know the, um, y'all know the song, do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight, yes, y'all, do a little dance, I'm telling y'all, it is, it is so fulfilling, so, even if you don't know how to dance, do it in your car, bob your head, okay, <laughs> yeah, so, just to end out this show, y'all know I always have to have a quote, and my quote from the day, for today, is by someone by the name of Dodinsky, Um, But it's a short quote. It says, be there for others, but never leave yourself behind. Once again, that quote is, be there for others, but never leave yourself behind. So in other words, um, you know, you got to operate from a, a, a full glass. You can't just pour all of yourself into others and then you're left with nothing and you're like, oh wait I didn't I didn't focus on me I didn't I didn't check in with myself like what did what do I need and so you know it is great to operate but make sure you take a moment you fill yourself back up and then you can go out there and spread that love once again love on yourself just as much as you love on others you will appreciate it and the results will be amazing so 
Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Excuse Me, I'm Speaking. Y'all, please follow me on Instagram at sheistwinkle1. Um, be sure to DM me. If you have my number, text me. Let me know your thoughts. And until next week, we will be talking all about love. It is a love-centered podcast or relationship questions yeah so I look forward to that leading up to Valentine's Day but until then I love you all bye-bye peace